What really happened to Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League? Why did the final Justice League film was different from Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, considering they were all from Zack Snyder? Today, we will be talking about that. This is Norsi and Ellie, and we are the Nerd Sauce Bros. So Norsi, what's up? What's up? Hey Ellie, what's up? This is our podcast. So the nerd sauce bros. Yeah. The nerd sauce bros. Yeah. You know, we really have to talk about why we call ourselves the nerd sauce bros, first of all. We'll get into that. Once <laughs> we have a reason for that. Yeah, we, we should do that. We should do that. So yeah. uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're gonna uh heavily focus on Zack Snyder's DC films. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking at Google right now. Mm-hmm. And to date we have one, two, three, four, eight uh eight? DC films. Including the Wonder Woman that is the second Wonder Woman film? No, not including that. Up until Birds of Prey. So, right, so including the second Wonder Woman, it's gonna be nine. Alright. So uh, let's start. Man of Steel after Man of Steel was Batman um, v Superman. Yeah. After Batman v Superman, it was Wonder Woman. Uh, Suicide Squad first. Ah, uh, Suicide Squad. Then Wonder Woman. Yeah. Then the Justice League. Then Aquaman. Yeah. And Shazam. Uh, Shazam. And, and then uh, Birds, lastly, of Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. It didn't occur to me. It's already eight movies. It's already eight movies, but right now we're not going to be talking about all of them. All right. We're just going to focus on three movies mm-hmm. uh, directed by the man, the myth. The uh, myth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a legend. Zack Snyder. No, he's not real. He's just you know some rumors yeah. or whatever <laughs> stories about Zack Snyder. So, yeah. so namely, of course... Uh, the first movie, which is Man of Steel, mm-hmm. followed by uh, Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and then of course Justice League. Justice League, yes. And lately, there has been a Justice League has been trending because of the Snyder Cut, and we will also talk about that later. What is the Snyder Cut? So exactly, Zack Snyder's um, the first film was Man of Steel, and Man of Steel was released in two thousand thirteen, and mm-hmm. um, for me that was for me. We never got to see a modern take on Superman, and we, it was really exciting because we never we never got to see how he would be in the modern world. We had Smallville, which was Tom Welling, but he really he, it was really not Superman. It was like more of before becoming a Superman. Yeah. Then we had Superman films, which was uh, animated, and with the advent of the, we call this now the golden age of superhero movies. We were excited for a Superman film. When they announced that Man of Steel was coming, everybody was excited. First of uh-huh. all, because the Dark Knight trilogy of Christopher Nolan just wrapped up. And Christopher Nolan was being attached as the producer of Man of Steel. People mm-hmm. were hoping that we were going to get a nice rounded take of the Man of Steel. So Exactly. Especially when you think about it, uh, Man of Steel, like you said, came out on two, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to remember, Avengers came out in 2012. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, the stakes were high. You you can't just compare Man of Steel to the Dark Knight movies anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the MCU, which at that point already came out with, I believe, four movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, five movies, okay, including five Avengers. All right, okay. Uh, and then, you know, so Man of Steel was going to be like MCU's Iron Man. It was going to jumpstart the DCEU. That was, you know, the hopes of people. I know that was my hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hoping, I was really hoping that, because, you know, at that point, I believe um, uh, people, it wasn't really clear if this was going to jumpstart a whole universe mm-hmm. or if it was just going to base, uh, or, or if it was, they were just going to focus on a Superman or a standalone know, Superman. Superman. Exactly. No. At that point, you know, no one really knew. Mm-hmm. So we were just, I was just excited for the Man of Steel. It was the was fans that was, that was speculating that it's going to jumpstart a universe the way Marvel did. Because, mm-hmm. you know, fans are really toxic. You know, mm-hmm. We can be toxic. You and me, we can be toxic at times, you know, being True. fans. But it was the fans who speculated it and then Warner Brothers, okay, let's start our own universe, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so Man of Steel happened. At, at first, I thought it was Christopher Nolan who was going to direct it. Then mm-hmm. the Warner Brothers announced it was going to be Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. And remember back then, when they announced that Zack Snyder was going to direct this Superman film... He was fresh from Sucker Punch, right? That was his film before. No, I believe it already came out. I no, think. no, no. It wasn't. Didn't it? It didn't. Because I remember I, I remember posting something in Facebook. So this is what Man of Steel is going to about going to be about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, baby doll dancing, whatever. Uh-huh. And and I No, re- but Sucker Punch came out on two thousand and eleven. Y- yes. But I think he he was announced to make the film. Ah, okay, that. okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we already had this notion that, okay, this may not be what, like, Christopher Nolan did. It may be mm-hmm. more like what Sucker Punch is. But at the end of the day, we're still, we were still excited for a Superman film. And mm-hmm. when the trailers came out, we were all very happy. We all, mm-hmm. we all wanted to see more. And came 2013, we had our Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that Man of Steel. Uh, you you want to give your take on it? What 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 you felt when you first saw Man of Steel? Mm, yeah. Um. The first time I saw Man of Steel was in 2013. So anyway, I rewatched uh, Man of Steel. Uh, lately, you know, for the sake of this podcast, I really um. I really like the opening sequence of Krypton. Because it was it, it, it felt new. Yeah, it, it kind of felt new. It was different mm-hmm. from the usual, very glassy. You, know, you, mm-hmm. you might touch something, it breaks. Because that was the <laughs> that was what Krypton looked like in Christopher Reeve's films. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, ah, this is this looks nice. It looks mountainous. So yeah, it looks it looks, uh, it look it looked very alien. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. And it was nice. Um, it was nice to see, you know, Jor El, um, mm-hmm. you know, walking walking around with armor like attire or whatever mm-hmm. apparel. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. I really liked the uh, opening sequence. The action it it actually um, gave way to what the film is going to be about. I agree. I think I think Man of Steel was still, you know, to date. Uh, I feel like it's the most consistent 
in tone at least mm-hmm. out of all of Zack Snyder's DC films. Um, and the intro, the opening scene, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, it really, it really introduced you, or kind of like gave you an idea of how the film is gonna be mm-hmm. throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and it delivered just like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I watched the movie again, the the movie was full of potential. Again, you know, when you when you, for example, when you look at uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, I don't mean to like. Um, Uh, deviate but uh, the amazing spider-man they wanted to be new so bad mm-hmm. that they still tried to take ideas from Raimi's films mm-hmm. and just give it another twist mm-hmm. with man of steel i feel like you know the potential was really there they really wanted to be different Kry- mm-hmm. krypton felt different zod felt different mm-hmm. you know his mo- motivations for being a villain in the film Was, Zod was, was really good. He's really good. Michael, yeah, he was. Ma- a, uh, Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. Man, he was really. He was really convincing. Yeah. He was terrifying, yeah. convincing mm-hmm. at the same time. He was actually one of the best villain in the DCEU. Yeah. yeah. So far, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the next film we got Lex or yeah, you know, Alex <sighs> who keeps on mm-hmm, making sound. Yeah. So, I think, <laughs> I think Zod. <laughs> I think Zod was really good. Zod was the most menacing. He was he in was. my e- even more than Steppenwolf, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that you know, those were the good parts. Um, mm. it was, it was. I feel, I feel, I feel like there was a hint of Christopher Nolan in there, or mm-hmm. at least an inspiration where, you know, it wasn't. I don't think it was dark. Like the Man of Steel was that dark, mm. but it was still. In my opinion, it was like consistent with the seriousness and tone. I you think know? The, I think the only thing that was dark was the color grading. He, yeah, the the, the Superman palette. Yeah, the Superman's uh, suit is supposed to be bright. It should be. Mm-hmm. It should be giving us hope. Yeah, it's like that's is that blue or is it dark blue mm-hmm. or is it purple? So I think that was the yeah. only thing that was dark. It tried to mm-hmm. make it grounded in a way that fits in the Superman category. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think that's where they're trying to say oh, it's dark, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you, know, you haven't seen the sequel yet. If you're saying that Man of Steel is dark, <laughs> right? But you know, um, the my 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 thing is like I remember the first time I saw Man of Steel was that it was very underwhelming. Underwhelming. Okay. You have to you you had all the again there were all there was that potential. To be great, mm-hmm. but um, the pacing of the movie was very slow for me. Mm. Probably because uh, they tried to introduce uh, Clark Kent being Superman, like the first second act, and mm-hmm. I thought the first act was so long. Also, that mm-hmm. all the action takes place in the second act or latter, the latter part of the second act, which was the fight in Smallville. That fight mm-hmm. in Smallville was really good. I mean. The rewatching action, it, rewatching yeah. it. I mean, the action yeah. sequence in the film was good. For me, it was also it was good and bad. So, mm. the good thing about the action sequences, especially in the Smallville, is we got to see the physicality of Superman in a modern world. Mm-hmm. We got to see how his rivals create destruction, fighting Superman, mm-hmm. and it was really good. It was really good seeing Superman fight for the first time. Like that, 
because we haven't seen how Superman fights since uh, I don't know Smallville or yeah. uh, the Christopher Reeves film yeah. or yeah. Know, <laughs> Lois and Clark. I yeah. mean, it's like it's TV. They were it, it they was, were limited. It was limited it, because of the yeah. technology. So yeah. it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the action sequence. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, for me, I don't know about other people. Mm. It felt dragging at times because of the destruction that was happening, mm-hmm. happening, um, because of you know such confrontation with this uh, Zod and everyone. Yeah, my my opinion is that, um, my opinion is that uh, the best way to describe the Man of Steel fight scenes at the end mm-hmm. was Michael Bayish. Michael Bayish. <laughs> yeah, there, except, that's my opinion. Except there was less explosion. Yeah, there were less explosions, but it was still exhausting that way. Yes. The problem with the problem with the, with the movie is that if you notice, if you try to, which you have, which which you which you saw again, right? The mm-hmm. the movie. Um, the movie, uh, the the fight scenes weren't scattered. It, it was, was all pushed at the end. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, so you know, so so to give the audience members like that 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 feeling, or that craving that they had, mm-hmm. or, or to to fulfill the craving that they want that they had to see Spider uh, Superman fight, mm. um, it all falls. It in. was all. It, yeah. It was all pushed in the end. You yeah. know that all that all that um what do you call that like the the screen time. Yeah. It was all in the third scenes. act. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. You know, if if, but again, if you rewatch it, especially if you look at clips, mm-hmm. right? If you're not if you're not already exhausted by the movie by that time, <laughs> the fight scenes are good. All right, but it wasn't to me, uh, especially Zack Snyder. Sn- Zack Snyder being known for uh, stylish fight scenes, mm-hmm. like say what you will about Sucker Punch, you yeah. know, it, even if that movie sucky, the fight scenes were really good. All right, so. To me, Man of Steel's fight scenes weren't that stylish. All it was right. okay, but it wasn't that good, in my opinion. Uh, you know what else I liked about uh, the Man of Steel was Hans yeah. Zimmer. I really love his score. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. not to not to say anything bad about John Williams' score of Superman, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, he really gave a very nice take on mm-hmm. on the human personality or the human yeah the human personality of uh of uh, clark kent because remember if you watch it there's always that soft piano cues Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um it's really beautiful and for some reason it really perfectly resonates or expresses clark kent's uh um humanity as an alien i agree uh it wasn't as memorable memorable of course as john williams score but Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I I saw the last time I saw Man of Steel was years back, and I still remember the main like Superman's theme, mm-hmm. composed by Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. So it was that memorable, you know, mm-hmm. like compared to, for example, the score in BVS, which I really don't remember much, or mm-hmm. Justice League, you know. Mm-hmm. So Man of Steel was the most memorable mm-hmm. score. You know, what I didn't like about the Man of Steel was mm-hmm. how they portrayed Pa Kent. Or Jonathan Kent or Clark mm-hmm. Kent's father, because mm-hmm. in the movie, in Man of Steel, he dies because of a tornado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the comic books, in other media, in in the early films, or even in Smallville, and 
animated films, Clark yeah. Kent die. No, not Clark Kent. Sorry, pa, pa Kent. Kent. Jonathan Kent dies of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason that the writers made that was to show that even though that Superman or Clark Kent has all these unlimited powers, at the end of the day, he will not mm-hmm. be able to save everyone. Exactly. Uh-huh. But here, like... You're... Here, it was a tornado. He could have <laughs> saved him. No one would have seen it. Yeah, exactly. He, he would he's like, faster than back. a speeding bullet, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. That's correct. That's correct, you know? Uh, yeah. Well... So, that was... a That was... You know, you, you try to get... Uh, you you kind of get what they were going for that mm-hmm. you know Pa Kent doesn't want him revealing himself, but again knowing Superman he's faster than a speeding bullet he could have mm-hmm. saved him no one would have even even noticed you know you know what so yeah because I remember um it was Pa Kent went back to the car to their to their truck or whatever to get to dog, save the dog to save the dog <laughs> well it exactly could, it could be Clark Kent going back to save yeah. the dog for Christ's sake. <laughs> Exactly. Um, nothing you will could've... happen to him. He'll just like, well, oh, I, did, I didn't get... You, know, I didn't you get could have it. avoided that whole thing, really. Uh, you could have avoided... Except, you know, unlike the... It was it was really a deviation from the heart attack and it wasn't handled well. Yeah, I, I agree. So. I'm, I'm glad you brought up that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the best... Uh, or one of the, the negatives, really, in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. How, what about the final snap when um, when Superman broke Zod's neck. Mm. You know, that was that was okay. Mm-hmm. That was okay, but in my opinion, it wasn't it wasn't written well. When? Like I I would have agreed with that mm-hmm. choice mm-hmm. if I felt sympathetic towards Zod or or Superman mm-hmm. killing Zod, you know, but I didn't. For me it was alright. I mean Superman kills you know, if he really needs to kill. But I really mm-hmm. do not understand why after snapping Zod's neck, he has to, you know, be upset about it. He has to cry. Like, mm. a few minutes ago, you were already destroying Metropolis. And now you're like, oh, I killed someone. Yeah. I mean, Again, it, uh, the, the execution wasn't good. The execution wasn't good. Like, for example, mm, I don't know. Because... I really don't know what Zack Snyder wanted, why he started introducing killing for these superheroes when, Mm. you know, again, filmmakers like Sam Raimi did it well. Like he killed uh, Sam Raimi, the director, killed Green Goblin, Mm -hmm. killed Doc Ock. Yes. You know, without you having to put the blame on uh, Mm Spider-Man. And he did it so well that by the end of the movie, you feel uh, sympathy for Spider-Man and for the villain. Mm-hmm. Right, you can always go that route, but Zack Snyder obviously um, wanted to introduce killing, maybe mm-hmm. so that in the future um, they they would have character development to change. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because because in my opinion, Zack Snyder's movies he set up a lot of shit for future movies, especially in the sequel. Yeah, exactly, especially in this in the sequel. So I so I think. I think he had the plan mm-hmm. on why, like he did it on purpose to introduce mm-hmm. these killings, okay. but it wasn't executed well. And you know, and until now, you know, um, how many years later, seven years later, we still don't have answers on you know on that. It was just at the back, 
now it's just at the back of our heads, you know. <laughs> but I really like uh, what Man of Steel did because the Man of Steel, this Superman film, uh, revealed himself to set the future of the DC films. You know, mm-hmm. if we remember the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU started by introducing Iron Man, very grounded, and you know, movies by movies they started to introduce. Uh, different elementals such as aliens, magic, mm-hmm. or horror, or you know, Thanos, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But in in Man of Steel, oh, fuck that. Let's do everything now so that we can set up everything quickly. Because yeah, the Marvel yeah. Uh, the Mar the Marvel characters is very different from the DC characters. That's for mm-hmm. me. For me, the DC characters are all most of them are you know are not from Earth, unlike. Mm. They're the gods trying to be humans. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So for me, it that was a nice way to introduce the the future DC films. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so of course, after the Man of Steel, it mm-hmm. is the Batman v Superman. Don't forget the Dawn of Justice. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep on forgetting that there was a title Dawn of Justice. That's a long ass title. That uh, not as long as the Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I only know Birds of Prey and something something of Harley yeah. Quinn. I'm yeah. really sorry. I'm not a fan of that film. So to the listeners who will bash me up later, I'm sorry. So uh Batman v Superman that came mm-hmm. out in 2016. Mm-hmm. The production uh for the Batman v Superman, it started a month after the release of Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And uh I remember they released it. They they announced that there was going to be a Batman, the Batman versus Superman film in San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, and there was no there was no announcement who Batman was going to be. So mm-hmm. when Warner Brothers announced that it's going to be Ben Affleck, oh mm-hmm. man, there was so many backlash. There was so many. They were bashing uh, Ben yeah. Affleck probably because of his. Fast movies and the failed Daredevil movie, uh-huh. but come the the San Diego Comic Con after that uh, San Diego Comic Con, yeah, people started to accept him because of the trailer that Zack yeah, there Snyder was a le- showed. Leak. Yeah, and I remember when that happened. Oh, I remember when that and when Zack Snyder was releasing photos of Batman. There was no backlash at Ben Affleck anymore. Mm. That's what I really liked about that. I mean, mm. even me, I was a, I was sure. Sure, are you sure Ben Affleck going to be Batman? Mm-hmm. And um, I, the issues with that was, you know, of course, the during that time, the only superhero movie he did was, you know, Daredevil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that movie was kind of ruined because, <laughs> you know. I mean, Daredevil was kind of ruined because of that movie, right? Yeah. My my thing is, I think people were worried about, first of all, how he looks. If he looks the part. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the acting. Uh, during that time when he was announced to be Batman, I wasn't worried about the acting because I was kind of following his work. Mm-hmm. His directorial work. Argo. Where he was, you know, yeah, Argo. Argo, fuck yourselves. Oh, uh, what was that movie? The... Um, the the heist movie I can't remember with uh, um, Hawkeye with Jeremy O Town what um yeah the town the town O Town yeah. O Town's a band right yeah. I don't know 
So I wasn't worried about the acting. I was just worrying about worried about um, if he looked the part. Mm-hmm. So you know when these images were released, you know the first image where you know he was next to the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is this is gonna be a Batman, the sad Batman. Yeah, <laughs> the the sad Batman mm-hmm. look. But but you know I like the look, so I'm like. I'm. I think I'm. I'm. I was. You know. I was uh, optimistic about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. Before Ben Affleck was casted as Batman, people was hoping that Christian Bale would reprise his role as a Batman for mm-hmm. the Man of Steel universe. Man, could you imagine Christian Bale being the Batman here? I mean, where was the hard drive going, Martha? <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're gonna be a bad <laughs> You will understand most of the things that he is saying. If there's one percent chance of, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think now that we've all seen, you know, Batman v Superman and then Justice League, mm. Ben Affleck really was a good fit. You know, to be honest, when you look at the cast now, they're all good fits. Mm-hmm. With each other, you know, you don't know if Christian Bale is going to be a good fit, but mm-hmm. I know for sure Ben Affleck is going to be a good fit or mm-hmm. is a good fit, right? Yeah. Like with him next to Superman, which I don't know uh, about you, but I think uh, Batman, which, you know, even in the movies, Batman really looks seasoned mm-hmm. compared to Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. But If you if you gave them a good movie together, Ben Affleck and um, Henry Cavill as Superman, mm-hmm. I feel like there's chemistry there. You know, there's really that feel of, um, um, you know, the the Batman and Superman tandem, mm-hmm. the world's uh, the world's finest. finest. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that chemistry there. Mm. But you know, what are your thoughts on BVS itself? Um. I remember seeing it. We saw With it me. together. Yeah, we yeah. saw it together. You know, we got you know free passes <laughs> yeah. from this event. Yeah. And um, the the things that I liked was the opening sequence mm-hmm. when you see when you got to see Bruce Wayne's perspective during the final moments of the Man of Steel. It was actually basically Batman in Bruce Wayne mode, running mm-hmm. you through the city. Mm-hmm. You know. And, Or Bruce Wayne in Batman mode. Okay, I don't know what I said. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so most of the consequences that happened in Man of Steel um, was the main plot in Batman v Superman. Uh-huh. So yeah, I thought that that was yeah. a nice way to start. Mm-hmm. You know, to see mm-hmm. the perspective of Batman. You know, mm-hmm. um, it also sells the anti Superman uh, thing going. Yeah. So. So that's why I really like the opening sequence. You know, I kind of agree because the thing is, you know, with Zack Snyder, uh, I can't really like put my finger on it, but Zack Snyder is stylish. He like, is. Like he's really stylish. For me, yes. So his opening sequences, I feel like it's well thought out. Mm-hmm. And okay. it makes you want to watch the movie, mm-hmm. you know, after the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is always like uh, the narrative or the... What do you call that? But it's it's really always slow paced, mm-hmm. or it doesn't make sense. Like like um you know um scene after scene. Like I feel like there's always like movies. Um, uh, there's always scenes 
that's been left on the cutting room floor. Mm -hmm. And now that you learn about it, you know, that's exactly what was happening, right? They keep editing scenes out. That's why a lot of shit, you know, they don't make sense. Mm. Like, for example, with the Man of Steel thing, Mm. uh, Lex Luthor's plan, I believe, right? What they were trying to pin on um, uh, Superman. Mm -hmm. I don't really fully understand it or understood it until I saw the Ultimate Edition. Mm. You know? Well, even you though know, so, even if you've seen yeah. the Ultimate Edition, the Extended Version, Lex Luthor is really annoying. and mm-hmm. Exactly. He, there's no point of what he really wants to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think he wants to have? What, what's his purpose of doing all of this? Setting up, setting up Batman, setting up Superman to fight. What, what's his main purpose? I don't know. Like, he has daddy issues. <laughs> daddy issues. He has power I issues. Think, I think know? they tried to show... I think they tried to uh, show that his purpose was to save the world from Superman. I think that w- that's what he mm-hmm. wanted as well. But I was like, Hello, you just created a fake doomsday. Now you want... That's not his purpose. Yeah. <sighs> and, you know, in my opinion, like especially when I, when I rewatched um, BBS, mm-hmm. and mind you, when I first saw the movie, okay, I was kind of like, uh, you know, there's a favorite reviewer of mine, Chris Tuckman, who calls it mm-hmm. the Phantom Menacing. The Phantom where, Menacing. Where, like, you don't like the movie, but you pretend you like the movie, or you convince yourself to like, <laughs> you like the, movie. the movie. Yeah. Mind you, it was on my top 10 that year. Okay. But really, you know, now when I look back at it, because... Again, you know, the, a lot of comic book fans, they try to justify the movie that, you know, it's based on the comics, mm. blah, blah, blah. You know, this Lex Luthor wasn't really Lex Luthor. He's Lex Luthor Jr. No. Um, no. Uh, I don't ever hear that in the movie. Mm. I think Zack Snyder tweeted it. Uh, I think, uh, what do you call this? Lex Luthor uh, Zuckerberg. What Zuckerberg? Um, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Eisen, Eisenberg. <laughs> See, this Eisenberg. is what happens yeah. when you watch too much movies. So anyway, um, I think he mentioned, Lex there mentioned that it, that was his father's company. Yeah. That's why, you know, they ruled out that he's Lex Jr. and stuff. Yeah, people like came to that conclusion, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it still doesn't justify that, okay, I I I believe that his lines were really good. Mm. If you if it was delivered by someone Some, like another actor, okay. Some another actor. Like imagine like for example Thanos um Josh Brolin in that sort of tone mm-hmm. and that menacing way, he delivered those lines, mm-hmm. right? And uh let's say you 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 take off the Thanos element out of it. Like you just imagine him as Lex Luthor. Right. It would work. Okay. Right, but he he delivers it in such a way again, like with daddy issues, or with such insecurity. Like he doesn't have Lex Luthor's confidence. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what takes me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit like that that takes me out of the movie. For example, I remember watching the movie the first time, and there was a scene where, um, uh, you know the 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 chase scene. The car chase scene, like with, yeah. with Batman. The first and, confrontation. Yeah, with... Um, I can't remember exactly, but... Uh, he started, like, blowing up the, the cars and shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, he was blowing up, like... Um, avoiding the, the person. 
Mm-hmm. But the car blew up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he killed someone. He killed everyone there. <laughs> and, you know, people are going to justify it again. That it's, you know, it's, it's in the comics. Mm, okay. But, you know, it doesn't capture, in my opinion, it doesn't capture, you know, Batman's character. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember you know? watching it. I, I didn't realize that he was killing people until you told me after the movie. Yeah, because that really, I swear, that kind of, I kind of zoned out after that. I was like, did he kill someone? <laughs> so I, I kept like thinking that up until like the third act or something. Yeah, then after the chasing scene, he, he gets to meet Superman for the first time. Like Superman's mm, yeah. just standing there. No, maybe he was standing there for a long time. Okay, Batman's going to come this way. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of, I think that was like the, uh, in my opinion, that was the the Christopher Nolan effect. If you notice Christopher Nolan's movies, there always has to be some good quotes. Okay. So they always had to put in some dialogue where it's memorable. So during that time, that scene, it was the do you bleed, yeah. you will scene, right? I have issues with that first confrontation. Mm-hmm. I mean, because prior that, prior to that scene, mm. Clark Kent was investigating... Uh, the the Batman the incident bat. the Batman yeah. incidents in Gotham mm. City, and mm. Bruce Wayne or Batman was also um, trying to figure out how to how to defeat Superman, um, in 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 case that Superman goes out. So mm-hmm. you know what, Clark Kent. I mean Superman. You know, after meeting Bruce uh, Su- uh, Batman for the first time, he could just like grab him. You know, brought him to the police state to the authorities okay here's the batman since you've been looking at him for, for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in batman's yeah. uh if it was batman you know batman should have attacked superman with all his get ga- with all his gadgets and realized okay my gadget doesn't really work against him mm-hmm. but except tell me do you bleed <laughs> you win yeah that's my issue that's my issue with the movie i think it's uh I don't know, like, I, I don't really fully remember the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not that memorable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, the only, I think the only scene that I really will defend mm-hmm. uh, is the Batman scene where he beats all the thugs. That was a good scene. That was a good sequence. Yeah. That was a really good Like, if, if you can make a Batman solo standalone movie with that type of Batman, mm-hmm. that would be so good. That sequence made me excited for a Batman film that Ben yeah. Affleck was supposed to yeah. make. It yeah, was like, exactly. okay, if this is the Batman I'm going to get, sure, why not? Really, exactly. why not? You know, but, you know, things and, happen. By the way, you want to talk about the uh, the nightmare scene? The nightmare scene, yes. <laughs> I remember when I watched BVS. Uh, not not remember. When I watched BVS, I texted, I messaged or something. Fuck, man. I still don't understand the nightmare sequence at uh-huh. all. And probably I don't know anything about it because I did not read anything what Zack Snyder's real intention about that scene or if it was going to be included in his original Justice League films. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know what's happening there. If it was really happening in the future, or was it just a dream? So mm-hmm. it's really confusing. It's like 
the uh, the the what do you call this? The Justice League Unlimited. Is that correct? Injustice League. Uh, no, Justice the League. Inju- injustice. Uh, injustice. Injustice. Storyline. Yes. It was. Yeah. Su- I thought it was something mm. like that. But I don't yeah. Know. So yeah, people were speculating it's either the Flashpoint paradox or injustice, mm. right? Uh, so I, I I don't know or something to do with Dark Side because I don't I'm not really familiar with Dark Side. The Dark Side. And so after that, there was the Flash. Flash came uh, from. There was a mm. scene with the Flash telling Bruce that Lois was the key. And yeah. we're still watching this film. It's like, what? Lois is the key? So what's happening? You know, I did not know that was the Flash, first of all. Well, mm. when Me too, me too. The first time I saw the movie. When it was happening, it's like, who's that? Yeah. So anyway, suppose, supposedly, there was going to explain that in Zack Snyder's Justice League. But, you know, mm-hmm. things happened. So we never got to have, we never got to have the answers that we were looking for. Okay, uh-huh. other than the main fight between Batman and Superman, I really like his armor. Put uh-huh. that on record. The yeah. mech armor. It was really good. It was inspiration mm-hmm. from the Dark Knight Returns graphic novel. Most of the yeah. things happening in yeah. Batman v Superman was exactly. uh, inspired inspiration. by yeah. inspiration from the Dark Knight Returns to the death of yeah. Superman. And um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't know what else. The mech suit. I love the mech suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Don't like the the fight scene between Batman and Superman. Yeah, it felt very stiff to me. You know, <coughs> I rem- went watching it. Superman came and he was trying to tell Batman something, mm. and Batman just you know, started you know using his gadgets or whatever to attack exactly. him. And after that, ba- uh, Superman stopped trying to talk to him. Mm. He could. They like, were just both like, very illogical. I was like, dude, you could like. Fly somewhere and tell them yeah. something's happening. They're both very illogical, really, mm. in that movie. You know, my thing is the coincidence yeah. the spear will be in a location that where the fight is going to be later on. It's like, huh? How did they know that they're going to you know end up yeah. there anyway? My thing is, you know, apart from uh, Jesse Eisenberg mm-hmm. in that movie, I feel like the movie is well acted. Mm-hmm. Like I loved, you know. There's a reason people want Henry Cavill to come back as Man of Steel, as Superman. Man. And Ben, Affl- ben, ben Affleck he to come back. He is Superman. As Batman. Did you see yeah. him in Man of Steel when after his, uh, saving those people from that oil rig or something? Yeah. He was walking with naked, hairy chest hair. I feel less of a man when I saw him, when I saw him walk. I was like, <laughs> shit, that's a perfect male specimen. Look at him. But- Look how hairy but, he yeah. is. So anyway, they they were they were really you know they were really good. The the problem mm. is the writing. Like again, you know, the motivations for that fight scene between Batman and Superman, you know how you could have avoided it. <laughs> yeah. And again, even the fight scene itself was, it was underwhelming. It was lackluster. You know the the be- the best thing I can compare this movie to is Civil War. Mm-hmm. Of the MCU, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be keep, I, I'm gonna keep bringing this up. Like I'm the biggest, I'm one of the biggest Marvel critics I know. Mm-hmm. But you just can't, you just can't deny. For example, movies like uh, Civil War mm-hmm. um, and Avengers that they're great, mm-hmm. which I, I'm, I'm gonna touch on again later because of Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. But you know, like for example, the motivations between the fight. Um, 
you know, on the fight between um, Iron Man and Captain America, it was well developed, mm-hmm. right? And and the fight scenes itself were really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with uh, BVS is that it wasn't developed. The fight scenes were like I think it was a total of five to ten minutes. I don't right? remember that. Yeah. But I, I like I like seeing Batman beating up Superman. I you know I do too. But you know if you if you watch the animated Dark Knight Returns, yeah, it was it was more clever. Like how he beat Superman was more clever. The in that use movie. of his gadgets. I remember. Yeah, the use of his gadgets. The use of his friends like green arrow or whatever mm-hmm. of of the kryptonite uh, mm-hmm. aspect you know but you know of course they had to bring in a main a big bigger baddie mm. in doomsday <laughs> that's not doomsday it's a fake doomsday yeah i mean was that zod i mean it was it was zod mutated into a doomsday yeah that's so yeah. stupid first of all doomsday is this uh, ancient uh, monster before the time of Krypton and stuff, stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. And the story of the death of Superman. This was uh, Doomsday. Actually, you know, uh, the first time we heard Doomsday was in the death of Superman, if I'm not correct. And in the death of Superman, all of the Justice League members was not able to take down Doomsday, and that's when Superman came and Superman and Doomsday had this fight where you know until mm. whoever wins and fight to the death, both of them dies. So, mm. yeah. Doomsday. You know, yeah. That's my issue with uh, Batman v Superman. Like, they keep adding characters, then they keep... Without ever fully developing them. Like, Doomsday, you kind of... I kind of agree with, like, um, Zod becoming or mutating mm-hmm. into a monster. Mm-hmm. But not Doomsday, because Doomsday is, like, one of the biggest characters in Superman lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has his own... Like, you have to give him justice, you know? You have to give him a whole movie as well to develop him. And you gave him the third act, and you killed him right after, you know? But for me, there was something worse than Doomsday. It was Marta. (laughs) You know, I like that. Really? I still like it. You like that? Yeah, I liked it back then. And to be honest, I still like it. Really? Yeah. Because for me, this two... Big superheroes, Superman and the Batman fighting to their death, and it suddenly mm. stops when the when you no know, they start calling out their moms, Martha. Martha. Maybe I would change it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a better way to execute it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think that you know what 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 should have brought them together, even if you change it, is still the Martha, mm-hmm. uh, Martha whatever thing because mm-hmm. i remember watching the movie there was a there was a nightmare scene uh, you know apart from the actual nightmare scene but batman had a bad dream where he was looking at martha's martha wayne's grave yeah the tombstone thingy yeah the tombstone thing and uh the... and yeah and the bat came out right yeah, and i was bat. like okay so uh, somewhere while watching the movie right i was kind of invested in the movie that Martha thing was lingering in my head, okay, for some reason. Cause like I was like, first of all, why why not Thomas Wayne? Why mm. Martha? Okay. And um, you know, I I, I kind of like that that they were focusing on the mom rather mm-hmm. rather than the dad. You know, like they usually do. Mm. And then of course, and then by the end, wait wait Martha, uh, and then Martha Kent. 
all that shit. Like it's it was coming together. Okay. And then finally, like in the fight scene, they they brought it up, which you know, which um brought them together. So I agree with, I guess the grievances of people why mm-hmm. they don't like that scene, why it's stupid. You know, maybe maybe it could have been executed better or developed better. But yes, I still agree with the Martha thing. One one of the one of my issues with the Martha thing is. Batman or Bruce Wayne was already investigating Superman, and hmm. I don't remember. Does Does Bruce Wayne knew that Clark Kent was Superman? I don't remember. Yes, I don't he remember. And you know, properly. if you're gonna have an issue with it, mm. like all of a sudden he blurts out "Save Martha" yeah. for no reason. <laughs> he just blurts it out, or. I mean, there is a reason, but why would Batman care, mm. right? Why would why would Batman care if he says save Martha? So again, uh, that's my point of you know the execution was bad. Mm-hmm. It was out of place, like a lot of the shit in BVS was out of place. That's my problem with the movie. Yeah, exactly. It as you mentioned earlier, unlike Man of Steel, where the tone was consistent, but mm-hmm. in Batman v Superman it was different because. Zack Snyder was also introducing other DC characters, you know, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash. Yeah. And it there was inconsistency with the tones throughout mm-hmm. the film. But, I, but, to be honest, when I saw the Easter eggs for, for The Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, I was really excited for the Justice mm-hmm. League film. To be honest, mm-hmm. I was not thinking how, the movie was being bad or whatever but i was being oh shit will they show up at the end that was my thought will they show up in the end just to fight doomsday because i remember oh god the the trinity's already there wonder woman showed up okay um people's gonna show up people are going to show up but no nobody showed Uh, up exactly again it was out of place it was okay you know in this again like like i said you know uh, no matter how much I love like MCU movies, mm-hmm. you know me being a critic mm-hmm. of theirs is that I hate how they normalize setting up shit. You mm. know, it's been so normalized that other people use it, mm-hmm. not as good as how Marvel does it. Okay, like for example, Justice League, they um, BVS, they tried so hard to be different from Marvel that uh, I I believe there was no secret scene in BVS, right? There was no end scene. No. Only in right? um, Justice League. Yeah. So they didn't want an end scene for BVS. So they put the fucking setup for Justice League somewhere in the middle of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or the nightmare scene. Mm-hmm. You could have just put that in the end so that it doesn't feel out of place, right? The facing is really bad, I think. What In the theatrical release, uh, was, the, was there a scene between Batman and Lex Luthor? Do you remember? Hmm. Or was it just in the extended just cut? Just in the gala or something, I think. Because in the extended cut, we see Batman um, facing... Batman, a Batman himself, facing the shaved uh, Lex yeah, 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 yeah. It was in the theatrical cut. Yeah, yes. Because when they showed... Because it was the, um, the graveyard scene and they mm. cut into that, then back to the graveyard scene. It's like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the graveyard scene, we see... Bruce Wayne walking off, and we just saw Batman in a jail talking to yeah 
to Lex Luthor. It's like, okay, this should be somewhere after the film, not now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm already sad Batman is dead. Uh, Batman, Superman is dead. Superman is dead. Yeah. And now you're telling... <sighs> anyway. The editing was bad, yeah. Anyway. So, so that is so, our Batman v. Superman. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about the infamous Justice League. Yes. So, yes, sir. Justice League came out in 2017. Um, 2000, yeah. As early as Batman v Superman, there was already rumors that a Justice League film is going to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the, the hype for Batman v Superman was so high that Warner Brothers didn't care if Zack Snyder was going to direct the Justice League in his own version. So... Batman v Superman came out in March 2016 and on April was it yeah there was going to start shooting for the Justice League film mm-hmm. because Warner Brothers was very confident that Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman is going to make money mm-hmm. but and you know people would like it so <laughs> so when they found out that B- Zack Snyder's vision is not working for Warner Brothers critically and financially. Mm -hmm. They want to do what they did for another DC film, which was Wonder Woman. In Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, I believe that the the first uh, cut was bad, that they had to make reshoots. And that reshoots made the the Wonder Woman that is is well-received today. Uh, Probably Warner Brothers was like, okay, let's just do what we did with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So that's when they started changing stuff and stuff and stuff. And one thing led to another. A member of Zack Snyder's uh, family uh, died. And somebody yeah. has to replace him. And that's what happened. Who'd they bring in? Josh Whedon. <laughs> Man, I, Josh Whedon came, came, was fresh from Avengers and Avengers Age of mm-hmm. Ultron. I did not mind. But mm. but the problem was they had to make reshoots three months or two months before the release date of the Justice League film, mm-hmm. and w- while looking up at this, well, when when I was looking at it, at this, I was I was really surprised that Batman v Superman came out in two thousand sixteen and Justice League was re- was um, was scheduled to release on two thousand seventeen. Usually there should be you know two three years gap, so mm-hmm. that you know problems like this would give them enough time to mm-hmm. fix the the final cut well for me i remember i swear you know if there's something that kind of gave me superhero fatigue mm. superhero movie fatigue or uh like i stopped being that excited for superhero movies mm-hmm. it's because of the justice league okay like i remember posting back then every time there are reshoots you know their news come come out right mm-hmm News comes out that uh, you know there's gonna be another reshoot, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Until I was done, I was like, you know, at this point, just stop doing the movie. You know, just don't finish the movie anymore because if you're just gonna keep reshooting it, mm-hmm. and then of course, finally you bring in Joss Whedon, which you know, <coughs> during that time I was like, you know, I don't mind um, directors of other superhero movies coming in to direct. You know, like for example from Marvel. To DC, mm-hmm. like what happened with Joss Whedon, and now what's happening to James Gunn, right? Mm-hmm. Because like 
these are at least you know like uh, their movies um, in the MCU I really like mm-hmm. you know so these are established um, in my opinion geeks mm-hmm. who really respect the source material so I was happy with Joss Whedon coming in mm-hmm. but you know Justice League movie come out came out um, and to be honest I I don't know if there's a story there yeah <laughs> there's no story there I remember like watching the movie I was like this is really entertaining like the action scenes were good okay, and it was okay. balanced you know it was it was scattered right mm-hmm. like the first scene was um, was it the Wonder Woman scene I think so yeah the Wonder Woman scene in the bank thingy yeah the Wonder Woman scene and then the Batman scene you know with the parademon yeah right so I was like, okay, this is this is okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then you know when they when they got together, like the first thing I think under underground or some shit, mm-hmm. you know when they were trying to save uh, Victor's dad. Okay. From the from step no no, also the Amazon scene with Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. that was really good. Okay. Even though it was like CGI heavy, like the CGI it was, was really it bad, was... Especially, especially Steppenwolf. Yeah. Uh, you know coming in from like you know you've already seen thanos like in guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. which is all cgi right mm-hmm. yeah so you you don't know why they can't make it work in, in justice league mm-hmm. but anyway this the cgi was bad but the action was really good but then i swear i remember like halfway through the movie i'm like do we have a story here because mm. like i don't know what's going on like <laughs> Steppenwolf just wants the the, the mother the box. cubes yeah the, the, the mother, mother boxes. box <laughs> mother you know, until the end of the movie, like by the third act, I think I was like, okay, so this is it. This is really it. Like he's just looking for the mother boxes, mm-hmm. and the Justice League have to stop him. Mm-hmm. It was while the action was really good. Mm-hmm. First of all, it didn't. It kind of felt like Joss Whedon and not Zack Snyder. It is. It wasn't Zack Snyder at all. Yeah. Even though and, his name is attached, directed by Zack Snyder. No. Yeah. Not at all. But, you know, here's my thing. Here's my take. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Joss Whedon's, like, reshoots were minimal. Uh, I, what I was going to say about the Snyder Cut was that the the whole, the, the thing I hate about the Snyder Cut is that um, the one who gets the short end of the stick mm-hmm. is because now, right, like, like, Zack Snyder is a god now. Mm-hmm. Like, people love him now. Like, thank God you're bringing in the Snyder Cut. This is what we need. This is what's going to revive the whole DC whatever shit, mm-hmm. right? So the one that's getting the short end of the stick is Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, the guy who gave you Avengers 1 and 2 don't get any more respect from nerds, right? Like, For me, yeah. But I feel like he's getting the short end of the stick. And in my opinion, it's not his fault because it, it wasn't his movie, right? It wasn't his right? fault. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his movie. He had to fix it. Yeah, it was you know with the resources he had. It was Warner Brothers' fault, to be honest. Yeah, you know if they if but if they really if the things that happened with Zack Snyder was true, where you know family member died, they could have just like stopped the production of the movie, or you know like. And besides, you know before, later. but even back then, the movie was done. I think it was. It was right. Like now, see, what are they gonna show in the Snyder Cut? See. If if there is something new, mm-hmm. maybe it's, I in my opinion, now it's still minimal. If the, the new thing is minimal, what they're gonna bring back is Snyder's movie before 
his daughter died, in my opinion, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was still that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, most of the things were shot before Zack Snyder left the production. And mm-hmm. I think there was issues that Warner Brothers wanted so many reshoots because prior leaving the production, Warner Brothers wanted reshoots mm-hmm. because his vision of Batman v Superman wasn't working. So mm-hmm. probably because of the pressure, he left the project and they called in Josh Whedon to do the thing. So when they called mm-hmm. in Josh Whedon, the reshoots was not yet scheduled. There was yeah. not, it wasn't moving properly because they had to rewrite most, uh, from what I've read, they have to rewrite most of the things that was already done. Most of the things that we saw theatrically was Josh Whedon's. Most of the things that mm-hmm. we saw in the film, the, the final cut, was reshoot. Mm. Okay. It was very, because, yeah. I, because I've been reading what the Snyder mm-hmm. cut is about, what his, mm-hmm. what the Justice League movie was supposed to be. I was never a fan of the Snyder cut. I was like, ha ha ha, people want a, the Snyder cut version. Like, ha ha ha. But upon reading what was already shot and what was not used and what the vision was, it got me pretty excited because it. I thought it was better than what we had. Mm. And mm-hmm. being confirmed by HBO Max and mm-hmm. HBO Max and, Snyder, and Zack Snyder that more or less 25% of the, his scenes was only used in Josh mm. Whedon's uh, okay. movie. If that's really true, this could be a really, really different uh, mm. Justice League. That's what makes me excited for it, to be honest, because we got to see another take of the Justice League, even though, even though it's going to be bad based on Man of Steel or Batman v Superman. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. least there was... A vision for the film. It was uh-huh. not like the vision of the exe- the executives of Warner Bros. But rather, this is what it was supposed to be. This is why I introduced this uh, plots in Batman v Superman and Man of Steel because this was mm. this was what is supposed to happen in this film. And everything was taken away because you know it was not financially working. Uh-huh. But if you come to look at it. Uh, Justice League spent almost three hundred million because you know of the reshoots and all, and it still did not make enough to to make bow for, for people make to like bow it. It. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so going. Yeah. yeah, you know. So that's that's the problem. And at one point, I realized maybe Warner Brothers agreed for a Snyder cut because people have been talking about and that. There was no movies. There was no movies yeah. coming. And they yeah. thought it would be a perfect, you know, uh, way to introduce it. Even though it's not going to be part officially of the DCEU films. Things happen. I was there, you know, I was there. Like, uh, I remember, like, when this whole release, the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. uh, cut came out. I was like, you know, how good is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Compared to what we got. Yes. Because I, I remember like after watching the movie, like right after, I was like, uh, okay, the movie wasn't good. Like, mm-hmm. fuck the movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So when release of Snyder Cut came out, I was like, you know, it's not going to be better or that. If it was going to be better, not that much. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know? But then, you know, after a while, I, I was like, mm, okay, release the Snyder Cut so we can see if it's really better. Mm-hmm. 
and then people can shut up. For me, I don't care if it's good or bad. I just want to see what the vision is. I mean, what but, the intended you know, uh, vision but was. Now, now, now that this whole like the fucking like the hype is too much, right? Mm-hmm. And news is coming out, mm-hmm. which I don't even want to comment. Like, there's there's a uh, there's new shit. Um, uh, the actor of Ray Fisher, the actor of Cyborg. Ah, yes, lately, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, he was uh, alleging that um, Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon was, was abusive. At, very you know. hard to work with in the set. I don't, yeah. I don't for, I don't know what his purpose is. I don't know what his yeah. PR uh, team is after this. Is it? I don't want to comment yet because there's really nothing on it. Yeah, but um, again, if if the Justice League movie was bad. In my opinion, it wasn't Joss Whedon's fault. Maybe it was Zack Snyder's fault. Maybe it was WB's fault. But it wasn't Joss's fault. It wasn't. It was. I never you know? blamed Warner Brothers. To be honest, ah, Warner. I never blamed Joss Whedon. Whedon because he only he only worked with what he had. He didn't. Yeah. He tried to rewrite the story because the screenplay was uh, written. the The first draft was written by Chris Terrio and um, Zack exactly. Snyder. Yeah. And when Josh Whedon came, it was Chris Terrio and Josh Whedon. So pro- mm. things happened, yeah. you know, things were changed. I really don't blame him because imagine you come in and the movie is going to be released within a few months. You don't have, yeah. you just have to work with everything you've got. And I, they should not blame Josh Whedon. For me, I always mm. blame the, the the studios for this. Yeah. But you know, now I I I, I do believe that um, like that. You know, a lot of a lot of Zack Snyder's vision was cut out again because all of the news coming out, right? Yeah. So I I, I do believe that a lot of his vision was cut out. A lot of his scenes were cut out. Mm-hmm. So there's, to me, there's hope mm-hmm. that um, it may be good, mm-hmm. or at least it may be way different. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. or cautiously excited mm-hmm. for the Snyder cut, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm just happy that we're going to see another Justice League film. We're going mm-hmm. to see another Batman film. And we're going mm-hmm. to see another Superman film by next year. Next year, right? 2021. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to see two Batman films next year. One is uh, one is uh, the one directed by Matt Reeves. Yeah. Featuring our Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. And uh, we will also have ba- Ben Affleck's Batman. They're in Justice League, reprising as well. Yeah. yeah so, we'll probably talk about what the Snyder Cut uh, vision was, or what was what was supposed to happen in the Snyder Cut compared to the to the to the tri- theatrical one next time. Mm. You know, yeah. some latter episodes. You know, if if our podcast clicks, that's why we're asking our listeners you know, to listen. You know, we're not asking anything from you. Do not be harsh to us. It's our first time making a podcast. And, yeah. You know, we actually planned that this was going to be a 30-minute show. So, yeah. Apparently, we cannot do this in 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think uh, that's one thing. That's that's why there's a Snyder Cut and why mm-hmm. there's a theatrical cut. The, the Snyder Cut will be released in HBO Max by next year. Uh, it will be direct-to-platform. So, watch it legally. Subscribe to HBO Max. Not a sponsor. So, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to add? 
for our uh, Justice League? Nothing really. Yeah. Nothing right now. So, we can, you know, we can park anything DC again, DC related for yeah. a uh, later episode. Yeah. But for now, you know, I think I've said everything yeah. that needs to be said. Yeah, I really didn't like anything in the theatrical cut, to be honest. It's like, okay, it's fun, but it's a fun movie. It's a good film if you don't know any, if there was no DC films introduced prior to that movie. If there's no any superhero movie other than Justice League, you would appreciate it. Like what I said, it is the golden age of superhero movies. Mm-hmm. It's Justice League. You know, the hype was real. Exactly. There was a hype. I was really excited for Justice League when it came out like, yeah, like 99% of the Justice League is Superman and 1% is everyone else. It was really underwhelming for a Justice League movie. <laughs> it was. You know, was. being fun, being entertaining isn't enough anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you have superhero movies now deal with a lot of real mm-hmm. topics. Yeah. Right? And in Justice League mov- in the Justice League movie, they were just looking for mother boxes that you don't even know what they're for. <laughs> right? So... Uh, I think they explained what the mother box was or just don't remember if they didn't Maybe, explain but it. they're not they're not memorable enough for you to remember you know <laughs> it's not like it's not like again okay what would you compare the mother boxes to in the MCU uh I don't know the what infinity, infinity stones right I, I really don't think so I mean it clearly I feel like they that's what they were going for like they needed like fucking MacGuffins right they mm. needed like that 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 plot Mm-hmm. Uh, plot device mm-hmm. to keep the movie going but it, you know they introduce it in one film that's a problem anyway yeah so well this has been our show thanks for tuning into our pilot episode this has been the nerd sauce bros we really hope that you enjoyed it if you have any questions or suggestions uh, you, you please feel free to message us to reach us out. You know, if you have any you know, violent reactions or whatever, you know, reach us out. You know, we will read them. You know, we will take it. Yeah, yeah, and make sure to follow us on our official Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. All you have to do is search for Nerd Sauce Bros, and you got it. Yeah, and if you haven't done it already, uh, don't forget to subscribe to our show. It will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Anchor. Yes, sir. And we will talk to you next time. Once again, we are the Nerd Sauce Bros. Woo-hoo. All right, goodbye. Yeah, yeah.